Today is the 3rd of June, 2022. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray, and I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you are joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, you can download the Walking the Way prayer book. You can also download today's script. The links are in the episode notes. And if you'd like to support Walking the Way, or if you'd like more information about, about the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. Again, links to everything are in the episode notes. We always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray, shall we? Loving Father in heaven, we thank you for all your goodness and for all the peace that you give us. Unite us as your people, we pray. Unite us as one people with all your children who have ever lived and as one people with all who want to serve you. The more faithfully and joyfully we are as your people, the more we believe that you will bless us, Lord. Let the world come under your hand. Guide your children on earth. Lead us in such a way that others may be helped. When we suffer, Lord, grant us strength and understanding. Help us to understand your will. Protect us today and every day. Amen. Acts 2.13 But some sneered and said, They're full of new wine. This weekend is Pentecost. And on Sunday, the majority of churches across the world will be celebrating the day when the Holy Spirit came down with power and changed the world forever. And yet, when the world outside the upper room saw what had happened, their reaction was to mock it, calling those who'd been affected by it drunk. Sound familiar? It seems that every time there is a new move of God in the world, people's natural reaction is to try and dismiss it or to rationalize it. And that's because so often when God does something new, it's beyond our frame of comprehension. It doesn't make sense. This Sunday, churches across the world will be praying for a new move of the Spirit. And I have to wonder if we would recognize it when it comes. So I got thinking what a new move of the Spirit might look like. I do believe, whatever shape it will be, it will be completely new. I also think, that many of us will probably reject it. We won't like it. Because God tends to ignore the structures that we create, whether they political, social, or physical structures. It will be new, and if we're not careful, many of us who call ourselves disciples of Jesus will be judging those involved in the new move of the Spirit, saying, they're full of new wine. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today, we read Acts 2.
Let's ask God to speak to us through the Scriptures this morning, shall we? Heavenly Father, as we approach your word, help us to hear it with wisdom, respond to it with grace, and live it out with power. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the Holman Christian Standard Bible, and today I'm reading Acts 2. When the day of Pentecost had arrived, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like that of a rushing wind came from heaven, and it filled the whole house where they were staying, and tongues, like flames of fire that were divided, appeared to them, and rested on each of them. Then they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different languages, as the Spirit gave them ability for speech. There were Jews living in Jerusalem, devout men from every nation under heaven. When this sound occurred, a crowd came together, and was confused because each one heard them speaking in his own language. And they were astounded and amazed, saying, Look, aren't all of these who are speaking Galileans? How is it that each of us can hear it in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, those who live in Mesopotamia, in Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya near Cyrene, Visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them speaking the magnificent acts of God in our own languages. They were all astounded and perplexed, saying to one another, How could this be? But some sneered and said, They're just full of new wine. Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice and proclaimed to them, Men of Judah and all you residents of Jerusalem, let me explain this to you and pay attention to my words. For these people are not drunk, as you suppose, since it's only nine o'clock in the morning. On the contrary, this is what is spoken through the prophet Joel. And it will be in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my Spirit on all humanity. Then your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions, and your old men will dream dreams. I will even pour out my Spirit on my male and female slaves in those days, and they will prophesy. I will display wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and a cloud of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the great and remarkable day of the Lord comes. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Men of Israel, listen to these words. This Jesus, the Nazarene, was a man pointed out to you by God with miracles, wonders and signs that God did among you through him just as you yourselves know. Though he was delivered up according to God's determined plan and foreknowledge, you used lawless people to nail him to a cross and kill him. God raised him up, ending the pains of death because it was not possible for him to be held by it. For David says of him, I saw the Lord ever before me, because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Therefore my heart was glad and my tongue rejoiced. Moreover, my flesh will rest in hope, because you will not leave me in Hades or allow your Holy One to see decay. You have revealed the paths of life to me. You will fill me with gladness in your presence. Brothers, I can confidently speak to you about the patriarch David. He is both dead and buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Since he was a prophet, he knew that God had sworn an oath to him to seat one of his descendants on the throne. Seeing this in advance, he spoke concerning the resurrection of the Messiah. 
He was not left in Hades, and his flesh did not experience decay. God has resurrected this Jesus. We are all witnesses of this. Therefore, since he has been exalted to the right hand of God and has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit, he has poured out what you both see and hear. For it was not David who ascended into the heavens, but he himself says, The Lord declared to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know with certainty that God has made this Jesus whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. When they heard this, they came under deep conviction and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what must we do? Repent, Peter said to them, and be baptized, each of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and for your children, and for all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God will call. And with many other words he testified and strongly urged them, saying, Be saved from this corrupt generation. So those who accepted his message were baptized, and that day about three thousand people were added to them, and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings, to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to the prayers. Then fear came over everyone, and many wonders and signs were being performed through the apostles. Now all the believers were together and held all things in common. They sold their possessions and property, and distributed the proceeds to all as anyone had need. Every day they devoted themselves to meeting together in the temple complex and broke bread from house to house. They ate their food with a joyful and humble attitude, praising God and having favor with all the people. And every day the Lord added to them who were being saved. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about those bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after the music, as always, we're going to pray.
before we pray. Just a reminder that a hundred days into the war in Ukraine, we're continuing to pray for our Ukrainian brothers and sisters and for a swift resolution to the violence in the Ukraine. Today's prayer from our Walking the Way Prayer Handbook is from the third day of the month, appropriate as it's the 3rd of June. And today from our prayer handbook, we're praying for our church's leadership team. So let's pray, shall we? Loving Lord, your word says so many things about faithfulness. We pray now for the leadership teams of our churches, that they will continue to be faithful to you and to your church. Help them to always seek your direction in their lives and the life of your church. We pray, Heavenly Father, that they are faithful in all that they do, to their commitments. But most of all, we pray that they are always faithful to you in what you would have them do to accomplish your plan. Lord, help them to be faithful to proclaim your name in all the earth. I praise you for this time, that we have to offer up our prayers for faithfulness, Lord. And we ask that you grant it in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Spotify. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Thank you.